today on Kaboom! It cures what ails ya, never fails ya, discounted just for the day. And if you're especially lucky, you might get to try a sip of Dr. Silk's Miracle Tonic. Well, what does it do? What doesn't it do? I don't do gifts or favors or debts. I settle up. Hey everybody, welcome to Kaboom, a show full of original audio adventures for the whole family to enjoy together. And in every episode, an adventure that will spark a great conversation. I'm Sam Payne, and I'm here with Brian Tanner. Hey Sam, it is our season finale, and we've got something super special cooked up for you today. <laughs> That's right. We've been saying for a while, you've heard it in our introductions to the show, that we've got all kinds of stories on the show. Sci-fi, fantasy, gadgety spy adventures, westerns, and we always say, even a musical, if we're feeling up to it. Well, today we're feeling up to it. This is a musical. We are feeling up to it. So today we've got an original musical adventure full of original songs. It's all about a con man in the Old West who runs afoul of a famous gunslinger. And as you listen, you might consider, have you ever heard about something that made you think, that's too good to be true? And were you right? And if you knew something was probably too good to be true, would you try to do something about it? But rest assured, today's episode is not too good to be true. No, sir. So Kaboom presents the original audio adventure, Silk and Swenson. Traveler, it's not often I see a new face around these parts. Take a load off. Join me by the fire. It's an awfully nice night. <sighs> You're wondering about this jug I've got here. <sighs> well, it's miracle tonic. Mostly just vinegar and salt water. Tastes like death. But it reminds me of the man who made it, and that makes me smile. You want to hear about him? Alrighty then. I'll tell you the story of Hector Silk, a con man, shyster, skilled whistler, and wouldn't you know it, the hero of Harmony Gulch, Backwater County. Gentlemen and gentle ladies, you are the luckiest folks in all the territories. That's because today, y'all get to meet the famous Dr. Hector Silk. And if you're especially lucky, you might get to try a sip of Dr. Silk's Miracle Tonic. Thank you, Jasper. Now, ladies and gents, this ain't your run-of-the-mill snake oil. This is verified, rarefied, bonafide Miracle Tonic. It cures what ails ya, never fails ya, discounted just for the day. 
If this concoction was up for auction, you'd guess about how much folks would pay. Drink it, and soon you'll be feeling fine. It's only nine ninety-nine ninety-nine. Well, what does it do? What doesn't it do? It's for whooping cough, dysentery, smallpox. Sure, it's functionary. It has the taste of boysenberry and reduces risk of heart attack. Diphtheria and inflamed rashes, scrapes and bruises, bumps and gashes, clammy hands, even hot flashes. And for that itch you can't reach on your back, it boosts your mood, you'll wake up happy, makes your teeth straighten exactly, clear your skin of awkward acne, and give you back your youthful glow. Make your football soft and stealthy for the ill and for the healthy. The only reason I'm not wealthy is because I sell it cheap, you know. Mumps, measles, malaria, and pneumonia, flabby areas, and typhoid and hysteria, and wilds when I have made the trip. Influenza, scarlet fever, sleeping aid, and Pain reliever. If you ain't a firm believer, you just gotta take a sip. Howdy, Doctor Seal. Howdy, young feller. I've never met before. Is all that stuff really true? Say, why don't you find out for yourself? Great snakes! I can walk again. Acute and chronic. Dr. Silk's miracle tonic. Right now, while supplies last. Hector Silk and Jasper whipped every township in the territory into an excited frenzy over his vinegar juice. Of course, when the townsfolk inevitably wised up to the con, Heck and Jass were long gone. Hector was like a tumbleweed. He never rolled through the same town twice. Occasionally, though, he would tumble his way into a problem. Not everyone was a believer in his brand of miracles. He met one of those skeptics in Harmony Gulch. When Hector started his routine, <laughs> It cures what ails ya, never fails ya. Your tonic Dances. is hogwash, and so are you! Pardon me? You're selling lies, admit it! That's Baby Swenson, the gunslinger. I know your type, I've seen your shtick, and I know what you're trying to do. You'll turn a profit on some poor fools, then hightail it out of town to lie another day. You're... I don't. You're clearly a bold lady. And I respect that. But there's no need to question the authenticity of my livelihood. That's right. All you have to do is try it for yourself. I'd really rather not. Well, miss, I guess you'll never know. How's about a bet, then? I'm leaving Harmony Gulch at sundown. If you can show me a miracle from your tonic before then, I'll buy the whole lot of them. A full case? Your entire wagon. Oh, wagon. But 
If you can't, you'll have to pay back all the good people of Harmony Gulch who bought into your scam. Dr. Silk has a strict no-refunds policy. Or you can just admit you're liars right now and save us all the hassle. Miss, I'm so confident in Dr. Silk's miracle tonic that I'll prove to you it's genuine or their money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah my money. It's a deal. But when you fail, you best be prepared to settle up. Jasper, what are you doing? Packing up. What? Why? We got a bet to settle. Uh, heck. She sounded serious. I say we ditch town now to cut our losses. I don't know, Jasper. There's something interesting about that lady. I kind of want to see where this is going. It's going to be humiliating. Probably. But what if it isn't? The woman that says what she means ain't that strange. That kind of boldness is an interesting change. If I could impress her, oh, how I could shine. Imagine if we could be genuine. Come on, Jasper, you know how to whistle. friend till the end of course pending on sending a portion of profits if things go awry like the crack of a whip all it took was a sip it's new but this feeling feels genuine so Hector took the bet he did it to save face for sure but there was also something about this gunslinger, like she was a, a person who knew what she believed in and lived her life accordingly. To a con man like Hector Silk, this was a foreign idea. Exotic and, well, a little bit exciting. Anyway, Phoebe Swenson headed over to the Sarsaparilla Saloon to wait out the bet. And wherever Phoebe went, a crowd would follow. You see, Phoebe was a renowned gunslinger. Folks say she could shoot off a fly's wing and leave the other wing untouched. Well, if it isn't Miss Swenson, what brings the sharpest shooter in all the west to Backwater County? Hey, Sheriff, just passing through. And I hear Wesley Lockjaw might be passing by soon, too. You've got a lead on Lockjaw? Sure do. He's robbed every settlement he's passed through, and his trail leads here. The bounty on his head's big enough that when I catch him, I'll never have to touch a gun again. But you're such a skilled markswoman. Skill ain't the same thing as passion, Sheriff. <laughs> One sarsaparilla for the lovely Miss Swenson. Bartender, I didn't order this drink. It's on the tab of that strapping fella sitting over there in that corner booth. I see. Excuse me, Sheriff. Miss Swenson, seeing a beautiful lady like yourself is a sight for sore eyes. I didn't ask for this drink. I, I, I know, it was just a gift. I don't do gifts or favors or debts. I settle up. Got it? I don't get it. What's wrong with buying you a drink? If you must know, when 
When I was just five years old, my mama found a mine of gold, a miracle that could have kept us fed for some time. But a stranger promised wealth tenfold, and to the man the mine was sold. But Ma and I, we didn't see a dime. My lesson learned, I strive to earn an honest living and return. But the West ain't got a single honest man. Play it by the rules, I thought, but play too nice and you'll get shot. So now I don't give other folks a chance. Every smiling face is an invitation for heartbreak. Every hat it is start of a long con. People owe me nothing and I ain't got that to no one. That's because I always settle up. You don't survive the wild west accruing I owe you sir debts. To stay alive I always settle up. I trust is myself, so keep your drink. Miss Phoebe, oh Miss Phoebe. <sighs> Speaking of... Ah, oh, there you are. What trick have you got for me, Silk? <clears throat> Miss Phoebe Swenson, I hate to mention that I'm feeling a slight bit of tension. You seem to think I've got a penchant for mistruth and which hurts my heart. But I'm a man of reputation, so despite your hesitation, I'll get you to join the Hector Nation, and then you can buy yourself my whole cart. In answer to your challenge query, I have no reason to be wary. I can prove my tonic clearly potent with some simple proof. If you take this shot of tonic, the effects will be astronomic. And I'm not just being ironic, you'll become bulletproof! Bulletproof, you say? Yes, ma'am. I hardly believed it myself. Take this, and you'll be untouchable. I see. Well, there's an easy test for that. You take the tonic, and I'll shoot at you. My aim is never off, so... Well, I didn't mean... I'd prefer... That's what I thought. Nice try, Silk. The rest of the day was a lot of the same. Hector performed Miracle... I can see now! After Miracle... I can talk now! After Miracle... I can wiggle my ears now. Never could do that before. But Phoebe saw through every con. Interesting. That young fella looks awfully similar to your last two young fellas. Finally, with just half an hour till sundown, Phoebe said, Give it up, Hector. We both know your tonic is good for nothing. Why are you still trying to prove otherwise? Well, I maintain that it's genuine. But even if it was fake, can't you see that the people love this stuff? My presentation brightens their day. It makes people happy. <laughs> As if you're doing this for other people. You're a con man. You've never done a kindness for someone else in your life. I'll see you at sundown. Hector was surprised at how much that hurt. He packed up his cart and got ready to ditch town. 
On the way out, he chatted with his business partner. Jasper, am I kind? Kind of what? Just kind. I mean, are we good people? No, I reckon we're not, but everyone's just looking out for themselves, so it all balances out, right? Did Miss Swanson get to you? No. Yes. But I don't know. Well, joke's on her, right? She may have won the bet, but she'll have to find us first if she wants us to settle up. Yeah, I guess. And we can live to lie another day. Was that gunfire? Excuse me, miss. What's going on? It's Lockjaw. He's robbing the casino. Wonderful. A perfect distraction. Let's get out of here, Nick. You're right. Let's go. Things were about to go down at the casino. Phoebe was first on the scene, ready to take Lockjaw, dead or alive. Between the card tables and roulette wheels, Phoebe and Lockjaw were fixing to have an old-fashioned Western quick draw. Wesley Lockjaw! I've been looking for you! <laughs> the bounty on my head must be getting pretty hefty. If I get the attention of a famous lady sharpshooter, tell me, Swenson, is your aim as good as they say? It is! Prove it. believe it's time we settled up. What's that sound? Whistling. There's a cart pulling up outside. Back up? No. Dr. Silk's wagon apothecary. What tarnation. Gasp. Oh no. Please, no! Oh, whoa! Oh, dear me! Get out of here, you dunce, before I shoot you dead! I recognize you, Mr. Jaw. Please, take all the money you want from me. Just don't take any of my miracle tonic. You're what now? It's Dr. Silk's miracle tonic. I drank it, and now I can walk again. Quiet, boy. And I hear that it will improve your aim tenfold. No, no, no! Don't listen to him. Bring a bottle over here. <sighs> okay. Okay. Here it is. <clears throat> and Wesley Lockjaw was out like a light. Oh, my Lanta, you took him out. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Turns out this stuff is good for something. But look, Phoebe, you're right. I'm a con man. I say I'm helping people, but I'm really just helping myself. I came back to settle up. Well, Dr. Silk, I do believe I just saw a miracle. You did? Yep. I just saw Hector Silk do something selfless. Yep, that's a real miracle. So, 
the bet? I say we're even. In fact, I think I owe you one. You owe me? Heck, I owe you. Your actions show you maybe ain't as crooked as I thought. I'd settle up, but I could try trust. Cause alone I couldn't boil love just plot. Maybe you ain't as bad as you seem. What if we joined your team? jump the gun. But imagine working together. It could be fun. Imagine Silk and Swenson, your Colton and my Stetson. You could keep me honest. I could keep you in line. I feel this new feeling. Me too and I'm reeling. I, I think this feeling's too new. That's the story of Hector Silk and Phoebe Swenson. I usually don't call them that, though. I just call them Mom and Dad. <laughs> it was the first of their adventures together, but certainly not their last. But I've kept you long enough. Y'all better just get on with your journey, hmm? Oh, before you go, care for a bottle of Dr. Silk's Miracle Tonic? It's only $9.99. Uh, $99. Silk and Swenson, an original audio adventure cooked up in our secret Kaboom lab. One of the reasons we love all kinds of stories here at Kaboom is because they can lead to some great conversations. Now, here are a few places we went when we were thinking about today's episode. You know, I talked at the top about learning that something's too good to be true. And that is something that I see over and over again with my kids. Um, <laughs> when they save up their hard-earned money for something that looks super, super cool in the store or in the ad that they saw, but then it's actually pretty disappointing. And that especially <laughs> happens if it comes from the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me, this is a story about unlikely allies, right? People who are on one side or another of a line, but who wind up being pretty good partners. And when I thought about this, when I think about that in my own life, the person I think about is my brother. <laughs> we we fought like cats and dogs when we were little kids. But at some point in our childhoods, we just kind of dropped it. Now we're the best of friends. And I even might say that if I were like stranded on a desert island somewhere and I wanted the most useful person uh, by my side, I might pick my brother. But would he be useful in a duet with you? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, had a grunge band when ah. he was in, in college, so heck yeah. 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 You know, one part of that audio drama that I loved is when Hector had this moment of self-awareness where he asked Jasper, am I kind? Hmm. You know, and I think sometimes we can just get so wrapped up in the things that we're doing and we feel like we're in the right so much of the time or if we're doing something that maybe doesn't feel on the up and up, we feel like we have some justification. And so I think it is good to take stock every time and say, hey, 
wait a minute, am I being kind here? A- am I in the wrong? Is there something that I can do about that? And then, like Hector, we can make a change if needs be. Self-examination is tricky, isn't it? Because we are so attuned to our own faults yeah. that we can get bogged down. But it's a skill that's worth having, being able to look at yourself and ask some serious questions and answer them seriously. Absolutely. Well, that's where this story took us. We want to hear where it took you. You can email your thoughts to kaboompodcast at byu.edu. That's kaboompodcast, all one word, at byu.edu. If you like the show, please rate it and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. It can do a lot to help more people find the show. Like we said before, this is the end of our first season, and we wanted to give a heartfelt thanks to all of our listeners. If you've enjoyed Kaboom this season, please tell a friend about the show. We think it'll make a great binge listen on those summertime car trips and all your other adventures. (laughs) And we're already hard at work on our second season. We'll be back in the fall with a brand new batch of original audio adventures about robots and spies and mythical creatures that your whole family can enjoy together. And who knows, we may just have some special extras during the summer. So keep your eyes open for those. Silk and Swenson was written by Marcus Richardson and directed by Sam Payne. The cast included Ricky Parkinson as Hector Silk, Ciara Hewlett as Phoebe Swenson, Andrew Walker as Jasper, Jared Richardson as Wesley Lockjaw, and Brent Marshall as the storyteller. The sound team for this episode was led by Dan Carlisle, Kaysen Renshaw, and Clark Jackman, with audio engineering by Daniel Davis, Kira Brewer, Andrew Brewer, Bridger Nebaker, and Garen Brett. Dialogue editing and music editing by Daniel Davis, Sound design by Daniel Davis, Andrew Brewer, and Bridger Nebaker, and mixing by Andrew Brewer. The original songs, It Cures What Ails Ya, Genuine Feeling, and Settle Up were written by Marcus Richardson, with additional music by Daniel Davis and Mitchell Towsley. Additional voices were provided by Heather Bigley, Bridger Nebaker, Sam Payne, Amy Tanner, Brian Tanner, Carly Wilson, and others. We'd like to give an additional shout out to a bunch of additional voices and musicians from the BYU Radio family and their families as well that participated on this. This episode was produced by Heather Bigley, Sam Payne, and Brian Tanner. The Kaboom staff includes Hannah Harlan, Evie Hendricks, Trent Horton, Jared Langford, Beth Nielsen, Lacey Olson, and Natalia Reeve. Our audio engineer is Carly Wilson. The Kaboom theme music was written by Sam Clawson. If you're looking for more great storytelling for families, check out our companion podcast, The Appleseed, available wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom is a production of BYU Radio.